welcome uh, to meeting eight of Frodham Town Council. Uh, Joe, do we have any apologies for absence tonight? We do. We have apologies from Councillor Griffiths, Councillor Davis, Councillor Simpson, and Councillor Amsis. Okay, thank you. Um, any declarations of interest? Um, Green Okay. Uh, do we have any requests from the public to speak, Joe? Not. The Can I? I haven't. Uh, yeah, I'm conscious. I haven't put in for the seven days, but it's in uh, connection with building his post about Green which has only come out in the last few days. So it's up to you whether really, I can speak or not. Of course. Yeah. All, all it was it, um, with the discussion about the renaming of Green Gates. When we fought for Park Lane, our chairperson was John Williamson, who we lost during the fight to keep Park Lane. We considered, after we'd won it, changing the name of it, but we didn't want to erase the history of the park. So, in the same vein, by all means have a memorial for the lady that lost her life, sadly, but my wife grew up playing on there, and I know Bernie grew up playing on there, and others, and before Tower. I wouldn't like to see change names personally. I'd like the history to remain on the park. That's all. I think, Mark, I think the request has been. Oh, that's, yeah, um, I thought I didn't, I'm sorry, I didn't know. No, it's okay, it was only yesterday afternoon, I think the request has been withdrawn. Right, okay, fair business. Okay, we'll still be doing something to do something to Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, right, so, I'm here as a member of the Fortune Local History Group. Um, I've been working on an archive project for two years. Um, so I bring to your attention um, the Golden Jubilee and the, the Silver Jubilee brochures. We don't have in our collection a Diamond Jubilee um, brochure. And that may be because Fortune didn't perhaps celebrate the Diamond Jubilee. But um, I know it's on your agenda, but I wanted to say that these brochures exist. I can send anybody who's going to lead a group details, but um, it's been a very strange two years, and a lot of people haven't had the usual sense of community and citizenship. And this is a really wonderful opportunity to bring our citizens back together and do something. And we have all sorts of um, historic things that have been done in the past, which were true of the past, like <coughs> the floats, Jubilee Bowls, Jubilee Donkey Derby. These things were because they used to have a donkey derby. So that was in tune with the times. And it may be that you would want to have a Jubilee dog show because dogs are the big thing at the moment. And that would reflect you know, the feeling of the time. But there are lots of suggestions in here that we could either ignore or follow. Um, and it's really nice to have had the memorial of, of who was involved. I mean, for the 1977 one, there's all the different organisations were involved and it gives the parish council as it was at the time. So it's a lovely way to celebrate our history uh, and bring people together. And also, the children <coughs> were given, um, at key times, children have been given gifts by the town council or the parish council. 
for example, they've usually been given mugs with a commemorative feature on. Uh, they did that for 2000, all the children got mugs, my children got two from the schools. So that could be something else that might be considered. And people might say, oh, but it's only three months away, we haven't got time. But I think that where there's a will, there would be. And it's a really um, important opportunity that we shouldn't miss. And also, um, to think about the um, going forwards, the, uh, at the top of the hill by the War Memorial, which I know you're doing work on for the access to that, there were, I think, 50 trees planted in 2002 for the Golden Jubilee, and there's a tiny little flag which is somewhat obscured by those trees now. But again, it's thought for the Queen's Green Canopy, is there room for 70 trees? Uh, or is there enough money for 70 trees? Is there some way you can do that and again have a, you know, a record of this time? So um, that's what I wanted to say. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Really welcome back. I know Bernie is going to be leading on that um, from the Lodge and Town Council. We've got it on the agenda as well. Helen, I know um, later we'll be bound by standing order. So can I just ask, will Frodham History Society be interested in working with the events? committee yeah, on on this because we've been talking about it haven't we and yeah. we might need to call an extraordinary meeting or set up a working group so as soon as possible really but i've got yeah. i've got things that i'm going to say after anyway so yeah. as re but obviously we, to we the won't be able to speak to public no, later um, on yeah I mean, there I'll is an issue around communication because yeah. um since roger and i stopped being published two years ago there's nothing now that goes to households mm -hmm. And before that, there was Fudge and Post. So we have a record through newspaper cuttings and Fudge and Post and then Fudge and Life of what happened in the town. Since uh, March 2020, we have nothing at all. There is nothing published about, you know, there was enough news which was very, you know, vigorous, but then uh, the person moved away. So there's a real gap in communication. So I think that's whether you put out a little newsletter to households saying it's going to happen or contact all the groups, you know, the organisations and say you'd like me to participate in a parade or a float or something like that. Yeah. Just a thought. Thank you. Great. Thank you very much. Uh, so next item is uh, our PCSO. So we've all received the PCSO report. Um, so does anybody have any questions for Neil? No, Well, this is a specific course I've been trained to deliver uh, by yeah. Cheshire West and Chester Council. Yeah. So, they, I mean, I can always go in and do talks and sort of adapt little things, but the yeah. official course that I run is endorsed by Cheshire West and Chester oh, Council yeah. and is aimed at years three and four. But yeah. certainly, if there, there was an appetite for me to go in and talk about road safety to younger children. I think when you look on YouTube, a lot of the things it's based on, like um, you know, sidewalks and jaywalking, and always waiting for the green light. But say, for example, the one at Weaverville, it's just a separate yeah. dressing, and it's what you can yeah. do through YouTube. I'd be then. more than happy to, yeah, to come on and do that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's fine. Thank you. Hey, can I just say, uh, obviously, if you've got any questions, that's fine. But, um, 
with what you've just been talking about, I'd be really interested if I can help in any way. I think it's a brilliant thing oh, that we should be oh, thanks, doing. Neil, yeah. Even if it's just dropping leaflets out, I'll, I'll walk around all day out and be postman for the day, I don't mind. Any, anything I can do to help, you know, please. Thank let you very me much. Thank you. Thanks, Neil. Um, and thank you very much for dropping off. Oh, yes, the yeah. On, for the, on the tables, voices. there's a, a residence voice. This, in, in my report, it does mention what residence voice is. It's yeah. a survey, it's a way of you having your say on what you think are particular concerns. We've, we ran a, a, a neighbourhood week of, of action last week, unfortunately, I was off sick, so I wasn't able to take part with colleagues acted on my behalf and we did little things in, in and around project. Most of it was focused around the traffic elements and that's based on residents' voice and what people have told us. I think when I looked the other week, we, all, we had 80 residents that had completed residents' voice for project. Now, it doesn't sound a lot, but when I looked at all the other areas for the Chester local policing unit, we were top. We had the most people completed, which is great, but we want more and it is a chance. And it's a chance for you to say what's not working well or what is working well. You can say things about me, good, bad, indifference. It, it doesn't matter. No, but it goes to the top. It's not one of these that you fill it in and it gets, it is looked at by the highest people. So, you know, it's a, it's a useful tool. It's useful for us to see what's on people's minds and what's important. And then we can actually do the things that are important to, to the people that we're, we're serving in the community. That's brilliant. Thanks, okay. Neil. Thanks, Thanks for your time. Thank you. Cheers. 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 Would we be okay to advertise um, the residents' voice on Please our do. website? Yeah, it's yeah. for everyone. Yeah, great. Thank you. That's fine. I'll Thank do you. that. Thanks, Neil. <laughs> okay. Uh, next item is Cheshire West and Chester Council. And um, Lynn, thank you very much because um, you've circulated uh, circulated reports that you have prepared um, today. So thank you very much for that. So. Does anyone have any questions for Lynn? <laughs> Lucy. I've got one. Um, yeah, it was just about um, the, the, the work at Saltworks, and I know we've talked a lot about the, the hedge and the need for visibility. Um, so some of the residents have expressed um, concerns about it being too low and worrying that birds aren't going to come back in the summer. Um, I know it's kind of been done, so that's. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to make sure you know that some people were a little bit worried that it might have an impact on, on wildlife. But okay. then other people have said it's really positive because you can see that. Okay, so there has been a very, very long debate between me and the chap who leads on all of our environmental projects mm. about the best way to uh, reduce the scale of that hedge. Mm. And we've looked at all sorts of options like laying the hedge, uh, cutting it down and replanting it, and this is deemed to be the best way of reducing the hedge. You're probably not going to get see too many birds nesting in it this year because um, you know it is a lot lower than it was, and you know it's going to take a little bit of time for it to to come back. But it's been done in uh, along the lines of the highest levels of stewardship that Cheshire West can buy in from its uh, environmental expert. So the hedge is um, not removed, it's diminished, it's coppiced in a way that will bring it back and we're just going to keep it at a lower level, okay, whilst we work on other aspects of salt works because I do think it's quite important that as Frodham Town Council and the Greengates gang get going on the uh, new park, that we 
do try and consider the whole area in the round. This isn't just one project. This has to be done as something a little bit more holistically. So we are currently having a think at Cheshire West in terms of whether we can apply for some of the crowdfunding to actually start looking at that new path arrangements. Um, while we were on site talking about the hedge and how we can improve access into the school so it can get a lot of traffic yeah. off that very narrow choke point on Ship Street, which we talked about for years, and to actually get people to park where there's a car park and walk safely into the school. Uh, we are making quite a lot of progress on that, and we've got an internal funding bid in to actually remove part of the fence and open up uh, a secure gateway into the school for that purpose. We've talked about all sorts of arrangements of planting, for example, a tree-lined boulevard between the football pitches, which will be realigned so that we've got a nice avenue to sort of draw people into the site, but keep people walking on a line rather than having them walking all over football pitches and dog poo and all sorts of things everywhere else. So we are trying to uh, get Cheshire West to sort of shape up that project. But it would be absolutely fantastic as Frogham Town Council scopes its new vision for us to start talking very sensibly about, you know, those assets uh, that belong to other statutory bodies that could be managed by other statutory bodies a little closer to home in the fullness of time. So, you know, uh, it wouldn't be the first time in the last... Um, 10 years that we've talked about asset transfers of solid works to, um, you know, Frogham Town Council being one strategic partner. I don't think we get too much traction from the footballers these days, but uh, happy to include them as well. But I do think those, those wider scope plans are going to be uh, advantageous to all of us. And so I think the planting scheme that we're proposing for in front of uh, solid works farm, you know, getting the kids from the school involved, and, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of the um, uh, Wombles uh, sort of live down that end who've been absolutely amazing at cleaning up not only uh, that area but the whole, the whole of the uh, centre of town. You know, the more people that we can get into that sort of community mindset of coming together to, to do something like plant a big union flagging, uh, you know, things that will bring wildlife into the area is, is actually a great substitute. We might not see birds in there this year, but hopefully we're going to have buckets of butterflies and all sorts of other pollinators to uh, engage the, the residents. So that's a great question to sort of lead into some of the other things in the... Uh, well, just on that one, I think there's a bit of a working group sort of starting to form of like people in the community who are really interested in working with the council. So um, yeah, it'd be really good to check in at some point with you about that. Okay, so I'd, I'd like to think that the theme of my report is how can we all work together to make the town uh, even better than it is? Um, we've obviously made a start with some of our thinking around Jubilee. Uh, I know that certainly uh, before Christmas, Ryan and the events team were looking at uh, you know, a New Year's event in Castle Park that sadly never got off the ground because we never really knew whether we were in or out of restrictions but you know we do have some fantastic beautiful settings to be able to do some massive celebrations of all sorts of things including 
the amazing Jubilee. We're hoping to be able to put, uh, you know, as much money as we've got in our members' budget so we can get our hands on into Jubilee-type uh, activities to sort of really try and bring the whole community together around this event to start some of those big conversations that we've all got around that sort of joint visioning exercise that we had <coughs> pre-Christmas. But, uh, you know, to sort of parallel, does anyone mind if I take my mask off? Because talking with it in a mask is a nightmare. Um, one, one of the really important projects that I don't know how much uh, visibility you've had of this is the Be Friends activities. And, you know, the statutory agencies working together have, you know, provided a, 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 you know, basically a bit of a home for this for the next 12 months. Yeah, we grant funded to the Be Friends as well. You, you did for their initial consultation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I would hope that they're going to be coming uh, to you as, as well to us. Lots of groups who want to start new activities, particularly based in Castle Park, because we all know the benefits of being outside and spending time in, in nature and coming together and doing things like that. So it's, it's less about doing things inside a building and more about using that building so we can bring people <coughs> together, you know, around the festival of walks. We've got some quite nice ideas underway where we're hoping to create a commemorative space, commemorative garden in Castle Park, a white garden for people who want to remember loved ones, you know, particularly on the back of two years of awful COVID. Um, so we're working with the, uh, going to be working with the Arts Centre on that and hopefully bringing a lot of the groups who are interested in planting and growing things together. So I think there's a huge amount of activity with lots of people with lots of lovely, lovely ideas. But what we, we need to be able to do is amplify all of the ideas that other people have had so that, you know, the whole town can sort of celebrate together and people yeah. can attend other people's events and, and, and things of that nature. So that's really the gist of it. Great. And I think on the back of things like that well-being hub, we've talked, or I've talked, probably at you and not enough time with you about re-signing the town mm -hmm. just yeah. to help people be able to move around a little bit and realise just, uh, you know, that you, you can take some interesting nooks and crannies and walk from here to there in uh, far shorter than, you know, having to get the car out of the garage and drive it round and, and things like that. So Could I just I say something about that? Two or three years ago, Active Cheshire, when they were in existence, um, did a, a look at Frodsham as a pilot. So somewhere, I, I might have a copy of the report, but definitely Cheshire West must have it. And we walked around the town looking for drop curbs, you know, with people to go to particular routes if they were disabled and needed a wheelchair to go, how it would, what needed doing and, and re-looking at and also looking at all the signs, because psychologically, if it says 10 minutes to somewhere, it's better than a quarter of a mile, because people won't do a quarter and a half a mile. So all that signage was looked at, and we looked at all of it throughout Frodsham. So that report is somewhere. Mm. So we don't want to reinvent the wheel. So um, I'm quite happy to try and locate mm. the report. That, but it's a shame they ever went. I mean, I don't know what happened to Active Cheshire. Um, because there was 
lots of good stuff that was going to be done in Frodsham, and they were going to finance it. Mm. Well, I think I think the really interesting thing is that uh, you know there's there's lots of great ideas that uh, you know we 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 have on a dusty shelf somewhere with Cheshire West, and you know the bo the bottom line is they'll you know we will get round to it eventually. Or if it's an important factor of trying to bring the community together, you know, and get you know a little bit less traffic off the roads and get people a little bit more physically active and a little bit more connected and a little bit more aware of the carbon footprint, you know, we are going to have to do this at the most local level. Yeah. And I think we can talk about it forever, or we can just do it. I don't know who goes to Liverpool, but Liverpool is so easy to get around because on every you know, sort of crossroads. There's a two minutes to this and ten minutes to that, and they're really good at sort of giving you that sort of you know option to move around in the it's in a, the in the town. Yeah, I think it's great, Lynn, and I think it comes back to um, when we met before Christmas in that kind of new ways of working is about getting together. And I don't know if I I, I misunderstood or, or, or misread, but I thought that we um, agreed a working group just to, to get together to have a look at how we wanted to work better uh, with yourself as borough councillors to actually start to, to pull our vision for, for, for Frogjim together. And I, I think I alluded to that in the report. You so do, we're, yes. We're happy I to thought, do it, we just need a date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were part of that working group though. I thought at the meeting we held in November, it was yourself, uh, Lucy, Pauline and Bill that were going to go and have was the three uh, a working yes. group and bring something back. Yeah. to full council, but that's not happened. So I don't know if there was a misunderstanding at that meeting, but I think you were going to be part of a working group. So I'd, I would love to be part of a working group. Right. So I think if we could just get a date in the diary before we meet today. I think yes. it was when uh, you wanted a consultation. Yeah. I think that's... It was around the public, the public I, consultation. I think it was building up to the... Yes. Uh, are we going to do a consultation see me? Exactly. So... Okay, so... But, so if you're well, part of that membership. Objects of consultations have been made aware that Cheshire West are planning further consultation around it. Around what? Uh, Brio and particularly Frodsham. Oh, they're, 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 they're very good at doing uh, you know, individual consultations on individual topics. So there will always be a consultation on it, but it's never going to get to everybody. It's never going to be a big picture approach. So unless you know something that I don't, and that's highly likely because Cheshire, Cheshire West is not the greatest communicator to every councillor. Mm. I will, so, uh, I will oh, can I just so hold my hand up and say that I have been involved in that. I was um, representing the neighbourhood plan and I have been um, interviewed. Well, I, I, I too have been interviewed by the Brio consultant. Yeah. You don't yet have the, uh, you know, the final result from the consultant to Cheshire West, and we don't yet know what the next actions are going to be. My interview with the consultant was quite an interesting one, because uh, we talked about all sorts of things that nobody else seemed to have mentioned to him uh, around that area, as opposed to most people just spoke to him about the building. Okay. So, so bringing this just back on track a little bit. It'd be good if we us. could get our heads together yeah. bit and think what we want in the consultation and if they are planning on saying Could I just I say, could I just say here, Lucy, I thought there was a representative from FTC on the group on the A56 corridor project. Um, I think it could have been Bill. 
Yeah, me and Bill are both on. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. have a working group as well for anyone else. Yeah, and I don't know why you have, because I, I was approached via Cheshire West as, but it was through the neighbourhood plan. You were invited, and if you wanted to, yes, you had to. You had to sort say, of say yes. you wouldn't yeah, be interested. Yeah, I've been to some of the consultations. No, no, this is on a one-to-one. -one. Just to clarify that, it was originally Phil, and then Bill. Oh, was it? Bill yeah. added in, and Phil withdrew. Um, right, so it was originally Phil. So whoever's liaising with people may still have Phil down as the contact for that. So. Okay. Um, I've definitely it, had communication about it. Great. Okay, so I leave it with Lynn, Lucy, Pauline. Um, now, I know Bill's taken a step back, so I don't know if there's another council that wants, but I'd arrange at least an initial meeting with Lynn. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, Great. so can I, can I just say, you know, uh, you know all, all the big things mm -hmm. that uh, Cheshire West is looking at in Frogent are huge things. So if anybody ever wants to know what I know about what's going on, just pick up the phone to me. I can't literally do justice to a 400 page budget report that I don't yet have, which yeah. is when the council tax is going to be set on the 17th of February. Now, I'm not quite sure why we've not seen it yet, but we haven't. You know, think, things like the Household Waste and Recycling Centre <coughs> is, is a big project and is going to have implications for some of the things that you want to talk to Cheshire West about. Yeah. So, you know, the more dialogue I think we can get into, the, the better. The better for... Mm -hmm. That's great. Thank you so much, Lynn. And just a by way of an update in terms of um, progressing the railway goods shed mm. and um, the market charter is um, there's a meeting on Thursday with um, Pam Bradley. Yes. Just what to try time? and move that one forward. Uh, it's at 4.30 on Thursday. 4.30 on Thursday. Okay. And where is the Thank meeting? You. It's, it's a virtual meeting. So do, who Chris Tracy's uh, organised the meeting. The meeting is initially, it's with Chris, Lynn, myself, and Pam Bradley, as I understand it, is that correct? So yeah. could other of us, can we, other people come on the meeting? You could, it's just an initial one at the moment to see where well, we want to, to see what, I, I, what we I can get. I wouldn't mind being on it. I'd be interested. Okay, it's not a, it's not a free-for-all, it's literally just a, what, it, what you know, so it's, what it's initial a, meeting with. It's a who and theoretically how would we yes. advance some things in the context of. Yeah, that's all it is, it's not a, a you know, what are we going to do about, it's like, would we be able to, that would we be able to, Start to discuss those items. I just so. think it would be nice if there were, you know, more mm -hmm. of us there. Just to, I, I'm quite happy just to listen. I mean, we can be switched off. Okay. Well, not contradict. I'll ask it. Pam Bradley. Yeah. Please. Yes. Okay. I'll ask Pam. What That's time? Not, not, an issue, not an issue from our perspective. No. no. But I'll ask Pam. I've heard to see it's her meeting, so I can't. Uh, so what's that time? Is it four thirty? Four thirty. Okay. That's lovely. Thank you so much um, for your report, Lynn. Okay. And, and, and I would uh, offer my services to the working group for the Jubilee yeah. Expo, yeah. if you're looking for us. You've already agreed to that. You're well into that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're on that. You're on the list. <laughs> you're, not, you're not getting out of that one. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, so I will move it along and I'll reinstate standing orders, if that's okay. Uh, so uh, item 107, which is uh, minutes of the meeting. That's to approve and sign the minutes of the meeting held on the 29th of November and also on the 10th of January.
And Joe, you've got papers there. I've got I'll papers so you can sign I'll after sign those at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I approve yes, A, but not B. Sorry. I think there's an amendment that needs to be made. Just take B. one time. A is fine, but B needs to be amended. Just for the purposes of the recording, Lucy, could you speak up slightly? Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, so A, I, I think the first set of minutes absolutely fine. I've been through them. Yeah, um, one at a time, and have a vote on each one. Okay. So, so minutes of the 29th of November. Are we approving those minutes? Yeah. Everybody's happy to approve those minutes? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And for um, the minutes of the meeting held on the 10th of January, are we approving those minutes? Oh, if I could just speak on that for a moment. Yeah. Um, it was uh, with regard to the scheme of delegation, it says it was noted that it had not been rescinded. However, I was under the impression that the opposite of that was noted because it says 2.2, this policy will be rescinded. By a subsequent town council meeting, and all councillors and members of the public will next be able to meet in person. Which is why it's on today's agenda. But but the minutes say that um, it, basically the minutes say that it was noted that that was still operational. But it was well, yeah, yeah, it is yeah. it, it is still operational until but, we as a council why it's on in the, the agenda terms today. Of it, it says that oh, this okay. policy will be rescinded by a subsequent town council meeting when all councillors and members of the public are next able to meet in person. We've, we've met many times. We have met many times, Lucy, but we've never actually formally said that that um, scheme of delegation will now cease to exist, which is what but we, it why it's on the agenda for today. But it have to vote. It, it just says that by the process of meeting, then it's rescinded. Okay. Thank so you. So it's the opposite. Brian? Yeah, um, the terms of reference are a bit loose in that it does read as though by meeting as a council, we automatically rescind. But that's how I read it in the same way that Lucy did. Okay. I don't. I don't think it's a major issue if we're going to vote on it anyway. But it might be just worth reflecting that in the minutes. But other than that, I'm happy with those minutes. Apart from. Yeah. I, th I think it just needs to be made clearer because I did exactly the same. Okay. That's great. Thank you. Everyone happy? Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. approve them in their current format. Those minutes. Okay. So can we have a vote then, please? And I can record the vote. For those in favour of approving the minutes? On the 10th? Yeah. As a factual accuracy. Yeah. And again? Again. So my issue here is that you are not you're not approving minutes, but you're not putting forward any amendment. So um, that would mean that the minutes cannot be signed. The, the, the amendment I've just stated, I think you've got What it. is the wording of the amendment? So it says, that the wording it says, it was noted that the scheme of delegation has not been rescinded. That's true. I would say it was noted that the scheme of delegation has been rescinded. But it hasn't. I don't think, and, and, and again, it's just some ambiguity in the wording of that. I think it's quite loose. So I read it as though it's not rescinded until, as council, you say, tonight. do we want to rescind it? Um, and obviously, but it's, you can take it two ways. I think yourself and Ryan and Caroline. Well, the mere fact that we're having that this met. discussion means it's not clear, yeah, so exactly. therefore we need to. But the minutes themselves are accurate because that is what happened at the meeting. No. But we, we, I think we agreed to put it on this meeting's agenda so that we could formally rescind or not. As an amendment, and I don't want to spend much longer on it, as no. an amendment, could we not just say 
Mm. It was agreed that the terms of reference were vague and it would be referred to the meeting on the 24th of January. Yes. 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 It was noted that the scheme of delegation was vague. That's not the The scheme of delegation was vague and would be referred scheme to the meeting on the 24th of January. Yeah, that would be fine. Mm. So the handwritten. It's okay. And it would be. Has not been signed. And it was agreed to discuss at the full meeting to be held on the 24th of January. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So do we need to vote on that amendment then? Yeah. Or is that. Oh, we agree. Yeah, we'll approve that. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. Uh, item uh, 108 uh, accounts. So to note the accounts facts, um, to improve and sign the accounts for November 2021. And that was deferred from uh, PP and R committee. And to approve and sign the accounts for December 2021. So, uh, item 108B, are we approving the accounts for November 2021? Yes. Everybody happy? Yeah. yeah. And uh, item C, uh, approving the accounts for December 2021. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's lovely, thank you. So, item 109, which is the scheme of delegation that we've just been referring to. Um, so it was it was approved in uh, March 2020 to enable um, us to operate in the absence of face-to-face -face meetings. So uh, the question is today is do we consider do you want to consider retaining the amended scheme of delegation in the event of any future lockdowns uh, to enable business continuity um, or not to? So so question I guess and, and we can ask it. Do you want to retain those that scheme of delegation or not? I would say that given that at the end of this week all the Plan B restrictions are ending and um, that the stage that we are at in the pandemic now is very different to what it was in the height then, so I would vote to not keep the scheme of delegation. Okay, so do we want to have a vote on this? Yeah. Okay, so all those in favour of not rescinding. Of rescinding the scheme of delegation? I'm getting confused. So if, if we're in favour of keeping it? No, no. If we're in favour of not rescinding keeping it. Not right, keeping yeah. it. <laughs> I, I, I would rescind it. Rescind. Yeah. Sorry, okay. so we've gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's carried then. Thank you. And item uh, 110, the cemetery. Uh, so the first point here is to consider reinstating the cemetery committee um, to meet as required and at least four times a year uh, with a minimum, uh, sorry, minimum membership of four councillors. Excuse me, Helen. Um, as chair of PPNR and looking after the cemetery, this is the first thing I knew about this. Who's actually put this on the agenda, please? I think I the cemetery have. part has asked Joe. Oh, well, to put this on the agenda. Who did? The cemetery clerk has asked Joe to put this on the okay, agenda. Okay, it was just out of courtesy. It would have been nice if I'd been notified okay. um, because it came as a complete shock to me. Um, and I'm not very happy. I'm not in favour of it because I think the cemetery is working very well at the moment. And to get another committee, and it sounds as if um, the only people who were going to be on there would be the cemetery clerk and the town clerk. No, no, minimum of four, four, four councils. But, but also, at the moment, I mean, we had a cemetery committee in the days when we had a lot of work going on there. We were 
doing the extension to the cemetery. It sits very well in PPNR at the moment. And I think we've worked well with it. Um, and to just form another committee, I'm not sure what for. Is it? Um, okay, it's, it, it doesn't seem... I don't know what others think about it. Can I ask um, Joe to provide a little bit of background then? Oh, sorry. I'll, I'll take Joe's background sorry first and then, then I'll make a comment. I'd rather hear what Joe's got to say. It's been raised by the cemetery clerk, yeah. so Joe can yeah. probably give us a bit of background. Um, Previously, I think before, when I'm thinking about it, uh, before the previous chair of council, there was a cemetery committee that met on um, an ad hoc basis, based probably four times a year, and uh, that operated very well, and we were able to get things done. Um, so basically, that's what it comes down to. Now, from an audit point of view, all the cemetery records have to be given separately or the accounts, income and expenditure needs to be given separately. So it actually makes sense to also have a, a cemetery committee that, si that signs off those accounts for the cemetery. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. Ryan, did you...? Um, I think we've already got committees that we're struggling to fill and to get interest in and people who are contributing regularly to them. I think events is struggling at the moment, planning is struggling to even get a quorum. Um, I haven't really, I've only been on this council 18 months, but I have no issues with the cemetery. We've appointed a full-time cemetery clerk. No, 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 no. Sorry, no. 10 hour a week cemetery no. clerk, um, which we didn't have previously. Um, for, for me, I, I wouldn't be for this. I would prefer to receive perhaps a written report every month from the cemetery clerk in what, what has gone on and, and anything that we do need to discuss. Okay. Um, uh, I'll just put some background to it. There have been a, a few pieces of work that needed doing before Christmas yeah. that I couldn't get approval for. So in the end, uh, a local contractor did the work free of charge as a benefit to the local community. If, if we were to receive a written report from the cemetery clerk to PPNR or to full council, then that work could get approved by the relevant committee, couldn't it? It could, but that's not always timely. No. It depends what funerals are on, how many relatives we're expecting in the grounds, what is actually going on, are the three funerals that week, are the two funerals? So uh, that, that is obviously a possibility. But we've, you know, we're only saying that we want it to meet four times a year, so again, that's only every three months. Would that still be timely enough? It would, um, if, the, if the second point... Is it to give the delegate authority? Yeah. Can PPNR do that, or do we need a separate committee to give the delegated authority? This committee, full council, can give delegated authority. So could we not do that and keep it within... Keep cemetery within... Keep it within PPNR. Because it's likely to be that PPNR committee members on cemetery anyway, it's probably going to meet on the, meet on the same night as PPNR anyway. Cemetery so committee used to meet during the day. Yeah. But... I think thinking membership-wise, it's likely to end up being similar members, isn't it? Okay. I, I think we're just increasing workload for, for everybody by creating a new committee. Um, I just wanted to say the problem in December was probably because we were advised by now to not meet in December. We would have had a PPNR meeting in December where we could have approved things. And if you're saying PPNR meets six times a year, and if you're taking it down to four, you've actually got less opportunity to meet and agree things. So I would, I would be in favour of keeping it with PPNR. So could I actually say, could, you know, we said that um, the reason was, was one of the 
um, <coughs> approval wasn't given for the work that we'd be doing, I actually said that I would meet both the clerk and the cemetery clerk and ask them for some dates, and I was given no dates. So, in fact, I wasn't even, my emails weren't even answered. Um, so, um, you know, I, <coughs> I say thank you to the contractors, whoever they were, who did the work. Um, okay. it, 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 it was mainly leaf blowing. Um, okay. And um, I did, because I did go down and have a look, <coughs> and I go down quite regularly to the cemetery to see people. Um, could I just make one point while we are talking about the cemetery? Um, the notice board, <coughs> there are two notice boards with notices in. Um, all the documents in there are 2019. Please, as a matter of urgency, can we get new notices put up? Okay, thanks, Carol. Because it's, all, it's the old council. Right. <laughs> People who don't, you know, okay. aren't with us anymore. We'll make a note. Thank okay, you, thank you. So... Uh, I'm assuming, given the, the dialogue we've just had, that we're not in favour of um, reinstating a cemetery committee. Would that be correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, however, the next point is um, is a consideration of giving delegated authority to the cemetery clerk. Um, and that's been suggested by well, Patrick, has it? Yeah. So is that something that we would want to consider? I'm sorry. So this comes down to things like grave turfing. Every time we need grave turfs, get graves topping up, we need to get authority. It, it it doesn't work. If we have an inspection on a Tuesday, we've got ten collapsed graves, those graves need to be sorted out. And so somebody needs to have the authority to instruct that. The uh, cemetery clerk is dealing with relatives on a daily basis, so knows what needs doing, knows when the funerals are taking place, knows when we need contractors in to tidy down perhaps the Christmas arrangements that now all need sorting out, and it is a way of making it work okay. more effectively. Okay. So if I stray into anything that should be part B, then shout at me straight away, but I believe that when we appointed a cemetery clerk, it was a role that was going to gradually reduce on the amount of hours that was taking place per week no. and as the workload diminished um, the role the role was going to reduce and reduce it can't reduce because it can uh, somebody has got to deal with the relatives with dealing with the statutory requirements with dealing with grave ownership with dealing with opening of graves with opening of new graves with ownership of graves which have passed with the person who has most recently been interred so I, I, I thought when what the idea was that our current cemetery clerk will eventually wish to retire, yeah. but that role will always need fulfilling by somebody. Cause I, I thought originally we set aside 10 hours a week with the view that it would reduce down because the cemetery clerk was dealing with a backlog of, of issues that needed no. um, IT we issues need or something. Clerk, that we don't know who's going to die and how many burials we're going to need. And who's going to complete the paperwork? Could I actually ask? Um, sorry, Lucy, Lucy had a hand raised. Um, yeah, I'm not in favour of just delegating all authority. However, when we next meet as PPNR, we might decide as a committee that for certain line items, we may delegate authority for specific line items, but I'm not up for just a blanket. So delegation. that would mean that if I needed the, well, it's okay, I can do it under the SLA. So if the bunkers need emptying, 
I will arrange to have those bunkers emptied. There isn't an option to wait for potentially six weeks or three years to decide to empty the bunker. But the, but chair, the, the chair will be anyway, can't we? Yeah, twice a year for the SLA. Yeah. Sorry, Caroline, you wanted to come in. I'm yeah. I'll, I'll come back. I, I would like to, I mean, I've actually got my notes from when we discussed um, making um, a cemetery clock um, because it was done online. And um, we were meant to be getting reports to say how many funerals there have been, how many cremations. And to date, I don't think we've actually had anything. So I haven't got a real feel for how many. It's all on the account, so I will extra extrapolate the information from the accounts and circulate it to everyone. So you will know how many interments have been, how many plaques have been, how many cremated uh, remains, how many burials. I'm not giving you any names or details or dates. No, that's right. So so I, as I say, I actually go to the cemetery, so I, I can see how yeah. many funerals there have been. It's quite <coughs> obvious. I think what um, I'd quite like to do, um, uh, picking up on your point there, Caroline, in terms of report, I wonder, Joe, whether um, we can have um, a, just a, a short report on, on activity or yeah. on activities and where items have, have had to be delayed um, because of not having uh, either having an approval or a delegated authority. Um, mm -hmm. And I think if we get, just get an, a view of the activity, view that what's, happening, part, what's happening and when decisions they need to be made, I think that might be a bit clearer for us to, to make any decision on. Yeah. That's, that's fine. And I think it's all very well. One thing is visiting the cemetery. There is a difference between visiting the cemetery and knowing all that statutory regulation that goes behind it yeah. and the actual organisation of that cemetery and what legal requirements we need to meet in order to comply with conditions. I think, and I think that's the important thing. And, you know, we, we don't always necessarily have to wait for a PPNR meeting because the chair of PPNR does have delegated authority up to a certain amount. The issue is when the chair of the committee doesn't exercise the delegated authority or determines that that work isn't required. Okay. So can, we, can we refer it rather than wait two months, can we refer this to PPNR then to, to discuss next month? We can do. To discuss delegation next month. Can we discuss, discuss the delegation yeah. within PPNR rather yeah. than wait two months? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. If we just have a little activity report just to help us to understand mm. the activities, yeah. that would be great. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, item 111. Uh, a, to receive a verbal update from myself. Um, following an initial contact at the meeting which was held on the 21st of January, which was Friday. Um, so a um, mobilisation meeting was held with Northwich Town Council on the 21st. 21st. It was attended by Chris Shaw, uh, Steph Asprey and Kath Kerwin, Joe, Bernie and myself. So we had a, a short agenda. Um, so the items uh, were discussed and agreed were the invoicing arrangements, so we've agreed um, to have 12 invoices of equal amounts. So, so the value of the contract um, divided by 12, so we've got a, an equal monthly amount moving forward. We've also agreed monthly reporting. Um, that monthly reporting will include key performance indicators. Um, it will include an outline of works performed with photos um, of the works that have been performed and um, any inspection reports. Also, any compliments and complaints 
Um, they're going to send their policy on that, but they've uh, said that they will be responding within 24 hours to any complaint. So a resident complaint would obviously go through our complaints um, on the website, and any complaint by uh, a councillor would go through Joe um, to be received by Northridge Town Council. What we've also asked for, and uh, they're going to include, is any service uh, variance within that monthly reporting as well. So for instance, um, Greengate, as we do the developments this year, um, we've scheduled, I think it's, I can't remember, but we've scheduled a certain amount of cuts. Um, so they'll, they'll count those number of cuts, and it could be that they don't do as many cuts as, we, as is in the SLA, because we've got ongoing development works. So, so we're going to see that service variance each month um, so that we can keep a tally on what has or hasn't uh, happened. And at the end of the 12-month period, if there's items of work that haven't uh, been completed for any reason, then we'll be refunded uh, at the end of the 12 months. So we've also agreed to uh, meet uh, quarterly, and there'll be quarterly performance meetings uh, gained. We'll go through any key performance indicators with them. And, and any matters arising as well. There were two uh, items that we wanted to discuss um, as, as any other business. Um, and one was uh, the roster reporting um, and uh, Norfolk Town Council has extended an invitation for Lucy uh, and or Chair Deputy of Amenities to review the roster reports and concerns raised um, on uh, a site visit to each play area. So, and the other item that was raised in there as an AOB was about um, planting arrangements. Um, and um, Lucy, you put this one forward. Um, they're going to look at a potentially more sustainable planting uh, that can be utilised uh, in Frodgen just to be more green. Okay. Will we be able to be involved in a, a discussion around that? Perhaps maybe we can bring it up to the Sorry, Lucy, you need to speak up oh, a bit. I was just wondering, is, is there any discussion around that? Would we be able to present some ideas to them if somebody's got some ideas? I'm sure, I'm sure we, we probably could, yes. I think they were going to look at things like heathers and, and things like that were environment, you know, for that encourage butterflies and stuff like that, that we're going to go back and have a look at that rather than just do the bedding plants all the mm. time. Because the one thing I thought with the planters, I mean especially the one that's near me, it's just got a few plants and it dotted around, but if you had what what is called like an architectural plant that kind of comes up and you could maybe have flowers around it, yeah. I think it would really so they, improve they... the look of everything. Because if you look down the street and there's greenery, all, all the way down and you can see it as opposed to just when you're right next to it. Yeah. I think it would look really special and if we were willing to perhaps invest in that, I think it would well, really, look really nice. Yeah, they're going to come back to us with some, some examples of what, what could do. Super, that's okay. great. Thank you. So are you sorry, uh, Chair, are, yeah. are, are Lucy's accepted to meet with Chris and is that going to be set up by... Yep, I can ask yep. Joe for some, uh, to share some dates well, with you. Would Caroline be able to come to that mm. as well? I think it was just the um, invitation was extended to yourself and the chair or deputy chair of amenities group. I think it's just that I've had an awful lot of input into the play areas. And I mean, you and I went out to them last year. We did. Um, so I do know them very well, especially the ones that 
I mean, Lucy and I have done, we've visited several of them, mm -hmm. but she hasn't done some of the others. Yep. So, so the, the ethos, that's what Chris said. Yeah. It was I'm sure the invitation was off there. Okay, so Joe will set that up. Well, he specifically said you. But what did he say? It's exclusive to Lucy. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you think we could ask, please? If I could we, can, we can ask the question. Yeah, Thank if, you. If it's a make or break, we want to get on the bits, don't we? We yeah. want the play areas um, in it's a good state of repair. It's yeah. every site. Yeah. I think, you know, both Lucy and Caroline put a lot of time into the report. Um, it'll be good that the report is going to be read by someone, whether that is just Lucy on her own, which I'm more than happy with. I think she's more than capable. Mm -hmm. I, I'm happy just to, just to get some movement on it and let's, yeah. let's yeah. get moving on it. If it's going to slow things down, I'd rather just send Lucy on her own along with the chair. Um, let's do that. Yeah, move forward. That's great. At least we're getting somewhere. Please, could we ask, Chris Shaw, could I attend? Because we haven't been to places like Top Road. Yes, we can ask. Please. Yeah, yeah. I think it's worth asking the question. We can ask the question. Okay, great. Uh, so next agenda item is uh, one on two uh, contracts. So uh, to consider the award weighting criteria to be applied to future contracts is included in the tender pack. Mm -hmm. I think that's that we can we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and second point was to consider an amendment to finance regulations eleven contracts to permit tender documentation to be received via email. Lucy? If I can just speak on that quickly. Um, I, I get very nervous around any altering of financial regulations because they're designed to protect everyone. And when we first talked about this, it was suggested that if we did go down those lines, it could be that a secure mailbox separate from the town clerk's regular email address would be used, and that's not really been worded into that. So for me on this one, it would be a no, I'm afraid. You would need, so, there would need to be an additional IT charge for that to set up mm. a further email address and pay for that, so that doesn't practically work. Um, I think we did have a discussion, and I think it was I think Patrick, it may have been yourself, um, or possibly Ian, which was um, setting up the email systems so that we can see when people, somebody has accessed an email, so you can get a fixed see. Something like a I had the meeting with Prison. Did you? Yeah, so that's not possible. Okay. The only way of setting up an alternative uh, folder arrangement would mean that uh, whoever is sending to those folders and those councillors would have to send individual uh, emails to each separate folder for each separate councillor, which just becomes mm. silly. Okay, all right. Okay. Could we not um, ask Prism to set up an email account which is titled tenders at frogham.gov.uk. They could, there will be a charge for that and that will be a monthly charge plus the Office 365 charge. They can't just set up an email without all the rest of it that goes with it. So can I make a suggestion then that uh, next time we go out to tender that, can we, can we, sorry, is there a possibility? Is if if we go out to tender, can we set up that email box so that it comes into just that one email? And there'll be a charge will for be a it. Charge. Yeah. Yes, we okay. can do that. Not so we could do that. Helen, okay. could I ask us to suspend standing orders? I think Councillor Riley might have a solution. Okay, suspending Council 
it's just a suggestion. Mm -hmm. uh, there are all sorts of additional tools that you can no, add into your arsenal no. to be able to share documents about. People use them all the time, things like SharePoint. Yeah. That, that's not the issue though here. This is about no, confidential tenders coming in to, yeah. a, to a separate email address. Not about sharing on SharePoint or documents or any of those other systems. So how do you think lawyers share documents with clients? They will have a completely different system. To they the do, and there are external systems that you can buy uh, that, that you know, yeah. for that purpose for sharing very confidential documents. But you don't need to expand or wait for your next IT contract to. Okay. All right. Thank you. The, the, the point is here. Financial regulations can be amended to suit the councils. Financial regulation 11 is one of those regulations that can be amended. The recommendation from the Cheshire Association of Local Councils and our internal auditors when we had this issue was that amending the standing orders are amended in line with times as they are now to enable tenders to be received by email. The separate issue is which email address are they sent to. The first issue is the amendment to financial standing orders. Okay, right. So I'm going to reinstate standing orders and I'm going to ask for um, a vote for amending our financial regulation 11 uh, to permit tender documents to be received by email. In theory. In theory. I think we need to, to, to vote on whether we want to accept <coughs> change of standing order, financial regulation to permit tenders documents to be received by email. This it will also include <coughs> any quotes that we might get for anything else because at the moment if you are strictly interpreting our financial <coughs> regulations then getting three quotes in by email doesn't <laughs> so it's, it's okay. one encompassing thing to bring this council up into the into this century where <laughs> most documents are accepted. Just as an add to this, I haven't had any mail for the last seven days, so I think we have, to re we have to re no, uh, post physical post. Yeah. I think mm. we have to accept this. Is, you know, we need to be able to accept communications by email. Okay. I'm happy receiving it via email, but. I would still prefer us to explore other options first around how we go about that, which email inbox it goes to, whether we purchase new software. So, is my concern here is the clerk receives official documents. Is there a mistrust of the clerk not to receive those official documents? It's just the financial regulations protect everybody. They do, and which is why we have to That's why I agenda. get very nervous um, about. Uh, I think yeah. they protect you and they protect everyone. Yeah. So for me, it's a no. Could could I just add something? You know, when we've had tenders in the past, um, we've had the envelopes in front of us, and the clerk would open them in front of us. So that we knew that they had not been opened. They were sealed, they had seals on them. Um, and it gave us the confidence to know that those had been received um, and had been opened in front of us as papers. 
purely a Caroline. We've got to move just, with the times. But, yes, but what I'm trying to... I'm saying that's where I got my confidence from. In this day and age, yes, there must be other ways of doing it because there are so many documents circulated throughout the country now. And somewhere there is a, something we can use. And it's okay. just finding the right system. Because, you know, doc, documents for house cells are going through. Well, the prison, going through. could not prison be the people to advise? No. no. Now, why don't I just go back to them and say what the cost is? We will set up a separate email address, tenders at fodgen.com. Yeah. Yeah. Does that? Yeah, I, mean, I think I mean, even if we're going to set up, whatever method we do, whatever way we set up a separate email address, whatever, we still need to amend the financial regulations to Indeed. accept documents. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. My feeling is we should amend the regulations to accept the email and when we next come to get a tender we will this, we will look into what the alternatives are and have that in place for the next time we're doing sort of a tender but I think we need to amend, amend yeah. the plans regulations first. Okay, Ryan. Um, whilst I agree with Patrick we're not at a point where we're tendering for anything at the moment so yeah. I would we will say... will be in a few weeks time for when we start with the play area. And also when we start with the memorial path, yep. that will shortly go out to tender. Can we again defer to PPNR or does it need full council for this? Because it needs full council to amend financial planning orders. Okay. PPNR can only make a recommendation, so you're just delaying the thing. I, I just can't believe in this day and age that there isn't something we can use. There will be, but we need to amend the standing orders. We need to amend this before we can investigate. I'm quite happy with that to happen, but you know, there is, there is something out there for us. Yeah, I mean, can I just say, um, I've been involved in writing A-level papers, mm -hmm. which are very obviously got to be secure. And for a long time, we did the envelope system. You know, I've put them in a sealed envelope, the seal aren't in another envelope and so on. They have now got a ridiculously secure email system. So, for example, if if it goes to them and a secretary opened that email, it would send an alert, you know. So that's what you want. It's, it's all right by email, but if somebody unauthorised opened them or opened them early or something like that, you want to know that security is compromised. Nice. And, there must, and I'm sure there is a system because they've done that yeah. with A-level papers. Yeah. Okay. So let's do it with egress. Yeah. So yeah, there are ways, password protect everything. Just before we vote, if we do vote this, if we do vote against item B to receive items via email, we then can't bring this back for six months. So we need to agree to accept them in principle with a bit more work to be done, I think, mm. tonight. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure because, like I've just said, all the quotes that we get say, I want some grass cutting done. And they three quotes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They all come it. by email. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if, you've if got to end. accept them all, not just we'll accept yeah, the grass cutting, no, but no, not that. That's what I'm saying is if we don't agree tonight to accept by email, we can't change that again for six months, can we? Because no. we, so we need to agree to it that we will amend our financial regulations, but then we need to further explore that what we want to do is to do it. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Just be mindful when you're voting. If you vote against this tonight and it goes down, then we're stuck till June mm -hmm. or July until we can bring this back again. And so, we've got tenders that will be going. Yeah, yeah and it will, it will slow the whole process down. So I will start us off by saying I'm in favour of it. 
Okay, Lucy? Um, yeah, for me, we don't actually have that system in place yet, so um, I would prefer to defer the item until we do have a system in place, then bring it back to full council, and if it's in the current state... Well, that means we can't go out to tender for the memorial park. Can we, can yeah, we just put it to a vote? Could I just clarify? When we're saying we won't be able to go out to the memorial park, or, or, but we haven't appointed a project manager, we project manager not be going out for tenders? No. no. It'll go through Bottom Town Council because it, we're actually awarding. Making the decision. Yeah. So, can I go to a vote yes. yeah. on this? I, so. I find this very complicated. How, how, how have you so managed to... Hang on. I'm not. Okay, so for this item, can we take a vote on whether we are amending our finance regulation? Sorry, could 11? I just say, could we? I would like to know what Councillor Riley is saying. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> so we've in writing, which is okay. fine. So, um, are we? Uh, Goodness me, I've lost the lost voice now. So, um, are we approving amending our finance regulations 11 to permit tender documents to be received via email? All those for? Thank you. And against? Mm. Uh, Caroline, you're abstaining. I'm abstaining, I have okay. information. Okay, thank you. And we'll bring some information together about how we'll receive those plans in terms of the secure emails. We can provide costs to PPNR for next month and we can get it set up quickly for yeah. the memorial path and ship street. I'd find out what Councillor Riley's saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll the email. Great. Okay. She might have an idea. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, item uh, one on three, staffing subcommittee. Uh, to review the terms of reference for the staffing subcommittee. So um, you've all had terms of reference for the subcommittee. So are we wanting to um, review any of those items on the subcommittee? Uh, Lucy? Yeah, so th there are a couple of ones that I thought needed to be changed. Um, there's on um, 2.1 and 2.2, we've got reference to um, PPNR. Um, the, the, the chair shouldn't be the chair of PPNR. I don't think that's necessarily an issue. Um, I would also be changing 2.1, saying that one's not to be a member of PPNR. I don't necessarily think that's an issue. And then 2.7, uh, the town clerk will attend. I think it should work both ways. So if, if a town clerk would like to raise an issue without a certain councillor being present, the town clerk should be able to do that, but also uh, councillors should be able to speak to staffing subcommittee um, without the town clerk being present and I think we just need to tidy up the writing around that to reflect it. Okay. Anybody else have any other observations? Uh, 1.13, is it to make recommendations to KPNR as opposed to make recommend? Yes. <laughs> okay. So... Item, sorry, 2.1, which is membership. Subcommittee will consist of three councillors, at least one not to be a member of PPNR. I'm not quite sure why 
I think that was just so that the membership was spread and it wasn't the same people on PPNR that were also involved in the staffing committee. Oh, yeah. But we vote, on the, we vote yeah. on the composition of the committee anyway, so mm -hmm. I never understood why she who's not named but put it in. Um, <laughs> can, we, can we remove it? Yeah. We're happy to remove. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, 2.2, uh, subcommittee will elect a chair at its first meeting each year. Um, this should not be the chair of PPNR. I didn't write these, by the way. No, I know <laughs> you didn't write them. <laughs> yeah, so, just get so rid again. of that last little bit. Um, we try and spread the chairmanship round of all the committees now anyway to stop that. We do. Um, Is it worth keeping it formalised, do you think? But he, I mean, the bigger conflict would come for me that the chair of the, chair of the council can chair the, sub, the staffing committee, but the chair of PPNR can't. So it seems we a bit take odd. It out. We'll take 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 it out. Yeah, or, or, or an, other, an, admin, an admin officer will accept. An admin officer, that, yeah. Mm. yeah. And the other way around also that the town clerk can want to make a complaint about a councillor. I would could do it. Quite, I know, yeah. but I not wouldn't, no, no, I wouldn't do it through this committee. Yeah, right. we, okay. have, we have a formal okay. procedure mm -hmm. for, okay. for clerks, admin staff yeah. to make okay, a complaint. That's fine, yeah. Yeah. Could, could I say, okay. could I just Thank add you. I was around when the staffing committee was actually set up and it was actually looked upon as a route for people we employed to come to the committee okay. to raise their concerns. Um, we've broadened its remit now. Okay. We do um, also. Sorry. We've got a staff handbook well, which covers all disciplinary action. Mm -hmm. Right, well, that wasn't how it was set up when it was originally set up because it was set up. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Michelle Parker was on. <laughs> okay. Michelle, yes. thank you, Caroline. So um, that's great. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the next item was B was um, to discuss formulation of an informal staffing working group to meet remotely via Zoom. So again, this was me that proposed this whilst we were under harsher restrictions. Um, almost in the same way that we did with budgeting, so we could meet informally on Zoom to discuss things as a working group um, and then quickly hurry things up as a staffing subcommittee. Mm -hmm. um, now, sure. that we're, now that we're on the way out of restrictions, it, it, might, not it might not be necessary, but yeah. um, when I proposed it, we were still under restrictions. I actually quite like it because I think it makes us more available. Can I, can I just make one point on this? It's going to come under the confidential part, but just to remember we have four members of staff and several of those members of staff would be concerned that an informal group was meeting to discuss futures. But a working group wouldn't be minuted or recorded, would it? So that makes it even worse. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm just always confused. Why, as a subcommittee, we, we have to meet in person? Because I thought it was just formal committees that That's had correct. to. Yeah. But is it, so why, why can't a subcommittee meet via Zoom then? Because it's a formal committee. It's a subcommittee of another committee. It's a formal committee. Okay. So it has to have an agenda, has to be open to the public, has to be held in a public place. It exists the same way as any other committee. It just happens to be a subcommittee. Yeah, and again, that allowing of the public in when we're... Well, you would, you would go to part B, wouldn't we? Yeah, you would invite them in, ask them if they want to speak, and then say it's part B. I know. It's just silly, and that's one of the reasons I suggested mm. the working group. But, yeah. but I think, you know, I think if there was, you'd have huge HR issues. Yeah. I think you would, would to go down that road, mm. especially with what's about to happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Are you happy? You can have a vote on it, or I'll withdraw it then, one or one or the other, because in light of that, it seems so, to be... so let's withdraw it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay, uh, item uh, 104, Ship Street, Ship Street Play Area. Uh, to note funding has been received from the Marshes Community Development Fund. Um, to consider how this item, this fund can be managed by Greengate's community project. I think what it was, what, what, as a committee, we wanted to know how the funds we've got, where we were go going to say, right, well, then funds are going to be buying the equipment or they're going to, we'll ask you to use them for this or we'll ask you to, so really we need to know or some kind of idea what is expected of us with that amount of money or any other funds that we get. Okay, so I think, I don't think we've met to have our initial meeting with RSK yet as project. No, this is this week. And I think as we start to then, once we start to agree works to be done, I think that's when we would go out obviously to tender to receive quotations for things like play equipment. I think when we've got an idea about that budget and the allocation of, of sums of money that need to be spent, that's probably the time that we need to get together to say, okay, which bits are we going to use? Right, so, so I think, yeah, I just think yeah. it was just like maybe coming up in the future we could have a meeting with, you know, FTC and the Green Gates Committee and then discuss what the money's because we, you know, we have got a large amount of money there, and hopefully we'll get some more in as well. Could so, I point out because yeah. it's from a fund and it's from the Marshes Fund, which I again had dealings with. You would have applied to for money to the Marshes Fund, and you presumably put in for what you want to buy. Yeah. So therefore, you've got to spend that money on what you've applied for. So it's it's really it, we, we just wanted discussions as to But it's, you can't spend it on anything else. No, I, yeah, I understand. So if that you don't, say you've got I don't know however much, say thirty grand and you spend only twenty grand, you can't spend the ten grand mm -hmm. on something else. You've, yeah. It's like our yeah. funding. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to have got your, your numbers together and you've got to be spending the money on what you said you were going to spend it on. Yeah. But I think as and when we get those the, the kind of the breakdown um, of where, where the money is to be spent and we can agree. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps suggest that we want to have a little working group mm -hmm. that can drive it forward, perhaps. Well, we've got we've RSK, got RSK, RSK, so... So, yeah. so um, people that are able to meet yeah. with RSK on a regular basis. 
I think that's that's the, the, um, that's the, the plan. plan. Okay, yeah, that, that's, that's cool. Okay, yeah. is that all right then? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So item one on five, which is the war memorial pack. Uh, to note recommendations from the Meeting Committee, uh, which is held on the 17th of January, um, to include restructuring of the area surrounding the memorial at an additional cost of approximately 39000 Could I and then speak please, on this, please, because it's me who asked for this to go on the agenda? You can. Yeah. Um, could I first make the point that I would like to attend that meeting, um, because, again, I've had a, a, a large input into the memorial. I can mess all the contractors up there. Yes, yeah, so I, 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 I mm -hmm. So, and I'm a ward councillor, plus I was on, on the World War One group. Um, I walk up there at least two or three times a week. Um, and I speak to residents and I speak to people who are visiting there. So, you know, I know what people, you know, you, you speak to them and you say that, you know, we're looking to do a report part. So I have a good feel for what's going on. So I'd like to be involved is what I'm saying. Okay, thank you. Um, and I don't know whether I, I think I put in my email to everyone that I've got some good ideas because the one big thing that I would like to see is the memorial lit up. Mm -hmm. Because... We've always said we'd love to have the lights at night shining up our memorial on Codsham Hill. Um, and it was lovely to see that the CCTV is going to be put in. And once they're putting electric in, yes, it's, it's actually on the drawings, Joe. Um, it is. It's on the drawings. There is. The, it's on the drawings. There's one at the top at the gate. There, there is, Bernie, if you have a look at the drawings in well, detail. We went through the drawings. You see, this is why I'd like to have been present. Because while you're putting electric in, you just put it down a ducting because one CCTV camera's down by the memorial. There's no plans for CCTV with no way of monitoring Well, can that. I just say that they're on the drawings? They're not costed for, so maybe they're on the drawings, but they're not within the costings. Okay, yeah. well, it would be something that... Okay, yeah, lovely, Caroline, thank you. Um, so, the grant funding? Yeah, I've had a look into that, this, and we could be applying for grant funding. We can go through the Landfill Communities Fund. Um, the date for that, I think, is the 27th of January. There's a Marshall's Community Marshall's Community Benefit Scheme. Current round of, round of funding runs out on the 28th of February for that. And there's also big lotteries. So funding is available. Um, and I've got a call back with the War Memorial Trust um, tomorrow uh, because they, they have some other ideas for grant funding for that cost. Okay. So that's so potentially we think we might be able to get some, some funding towards the cost um, of the additional works. Uh, uh, and Ryan? If we weren't successful with any of those applications, are we still in a good um, financial place that we can afford that anyway? We're, we're pushing it. We're right on the right on the boundary. Yeah. If we were to do that and fund it solely from our reserves, yeah. then it would mean next year's precept would need to be increased to cover the cost we developed with nothing in, re in reserves to supplement precept. Well, it goes back to what we said in, when we set the precept. I don't think fraudulent residents mind an increase in precept mm -hmm. when they see investment in the town. Yeah. And you know, when, when you've got things like that that really showcase what fraudulent's about, I, I don't think 
residents would object to it um, when they're seeing what they're getting for their money. Um, if we can, if we can source um, some additional funding, yeah. external funding, that would be very good. So one, one of those, Joe, you said that we've got till the 27th of January. Yeah, there's different rounds of funding dates. So yeah. the first one I can apply for is the 27th of January. Okay. Uh, and then the 28th of February. So I was thinking perhaps 20,000 from one fund or 20,000 from the other fund, put the applications in, see where we go. Yeah, you can only ask for yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And then if we aren't successful on either of those two, there's still plenty of time. Big lotteries, we go them throughout the year. Okay, good. Thank you, Jen. Have we actually asked our consultants who they would recommend we go to for funding? Claire. I don't have Claire. Idea, yeah. I think it was their idea to us, for us to apply. I don't think they gave us a... Well, they might know, you see, because that's what happened when we did the cemetery. I mean, they, they were very good. We can ask Claire and yeah. see if she's got any, any ideas as well. Yeah, other than the three okay. that I've got. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because okay. Claire's, you know, she's. Yeah, she's very good. Yeah. She is. Okay. When is it? Have you got another meeting planned with her? No, uh, no, we haven't. But when, when the meetings are um, asked for you to attend. Thanks. Yeah. Um, item 116 uh, the Queen's Pattern and Jubilee. <coughs> so, it's to receive a report from Bernie. Well, I keep sending out emails asking for people to get in touch with me about this event and I don't receive any response. And I can't see why, if people are on the events committee, aren't wanting to get involved, why are they on the events committee? I'm really, really annoyed about it. I sent out an email asking suggesting that we made a diary of events throughout the year. I didn't get one response event, but you're not on the committee. I don't think I saw that, Bernie. I am. This is not a one-man band. This is a massive, massive thing. To but, but Bernie, I'm actually in the middle of doing the Festival of Walks. We've been doing but, Festival but of Walks. This, if you're on the events, Caroline, I'm not being funny. I know you're on the Festival of the Festival I chair Walks. the Festival of Walks, Bernie. But you have to be involved in events for Frodham if you're on the events committee. Well, I've tried. I, try, I had ideas for the Halloween. I was prepared to do No stuff. one wanted to know the Halloween. And anyway, that's going off the agenda. I just need to know that everyone on the events committee is behind putting on a celebration yeah, for the Queen's Jubilee. Absolutely. Okay. I need to know that we've and well, I need we to get the last meeting. I I thought I was all prepared to come to that meeting and it got cancelled. Yes, it was cancelled because of COVID. Because I'm a sole carer for my mother and I wasn't prepared to put myself in a position that I couldn't go and well, see. We could have done it online. No, you couldn't. couldn't. No, couldn't. Anyway, I need to know I need to set up a meeting as soon as possible to try and get this off the ground. It's, it can't wait any longer. It's got to be as soon as possible. Okay. Lucy? Yeah, my question is, I, I did request it to be an agenda item to approve me to go on to events and to support Bernie with those things, but I, I think it's been missed off. Are, are we able to allow that? Well, I think you can support Bernie anyway. Um, I don't think so it should just be an events committee issue. No, it's no. the whole council that's got to be involved in this. Can I go on? It is more as we need to be desperate to be an agenda item, and if if have to wait another 
two months six then there's the time I've got okay. the time where I think Let come back to that because it's not an agenda item for tonight so I it can't. has to be one okay well apologies um I'll just take Ryan's point can we um I appreciate time is of the essence I think with this um can we agree tonight to set up a Queen's Platinum Jubilee working group? Yes. Let's get a, a Zoom meeting to start with and, and involve all the local organisations, the History Society, the WI, the Christmas working group, if they, they want to they be involved. Don't want to be anybody, just put it out there for the whole schools. of Rodham, yeah, to, mm. to come and join in and let's get things moving. By doing it as a working group, we're not bound by meeting in person, we're not bound by who can and can't vote. We've got the budget sat there. Mm -hmm. We need to, first of all, we need to set up the group and then secondly, we need to make a decision on what day we are actually going to hold this celebration on. Yeah, and I think when that, that will be part of the working group so. and I think once we meet the working group and even we could do it now, we need to set up very quickly an extraordinary events meeting. Yeah. Before, I mean, before the, just the date that's planned in March. Just throw it in the arena. We have actually discussed at the Festival of Walks doing a walk for the Queen yeah. on that weekend as part of the programme yeah. of our Festival mm. of Walks. And, and again, as we've already said tonight, we'd like Lynn and Chris both to be Absolutely. involved, as we said previously. So we need to find a date that works for the, the key yeah, people who are going to be involved. So the History Society, Lynn, Chris, you, the rest of the events committee. And then there's anybody else that wants to be And then to let's, quickly, yeah. let's quickly the have, the okay. let's quickly have an event CGM as well straight after it, so we can um, pin everything down and, and start moving with it because because we need we, to start booking things if we, you know if we are for what mm. instance having a parade, we need to start booking mm -hmm. bands and yeah. whatever that like the old carnival used to be yeah. Yeah. you know if that's the idea that we go forward with we need mm. to have things in place yeah. you know we need to start booking now because everyone's going to be having a jubilee mm. celebration mm. and we're not going to have we're going to run out of time and mm. run out of people so that could, we can invite okay. could we perhaps so. say that by the end of the week we'd have a date for a, a zoom meeting um, yeah that's yeah. fine yeah to meet early next week perhaps yeah are you So we need to make this as big and yeah, good as we possibly can. We need mm -hmm. to push the boat out and make sure Frodham mm -hmm. does a really, really good Jubilee celebration, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yes. We've all been locked away for far too long. We need yeah. to have some administrators, don't we? Okay. Sorry, thank um, you. No, don't. Don't be sorry at all. Okay, um, so uh, item 117. This is where we go to... Um, Part B of the meeting, and unfortunately, we're going to have to ask our members of the public and our council at Wiz uh, to leave us. <laughs> and I am going to stop the recording at uh, 27 minutes past eight.